Good to see you. Pull the microphone down so the world can hear you. Thank you. I'm height challenged, so I think I need to do that. <laughs> Thank you very much. My name is Linda Feinstein. I've been a resident of Highland Park for close to 40 years. I've raised my family here, and now I have children and grandchildren living in this community. We love Highland Park. We're enormously grateful to all of you for everything that you do for our city and all of the good things that are happening in the city. Um, I'm here tonight to support the amendment of the liquor ordinance. And why is that? Um, why is it that I think that uh, we're concerned about protecting the public interest? And why does an amendment serve the public interest? It's because the people of Highland Park have determined that, um, that this type of amendment would serve the public interest. They voted to elect Jeff Hubler to the city council, knowing that he had an interest in a business with a liquor license. And if they felt that this was against the public interest, they would not have elected him. Um, in my view, there is no legitimate public policy goal served by preventing a restaurant owner with a liquor license from serving on the city council. I would like to point out that other lawful forms of business, businesses are not barriers to service on the council. Over the years, as you know, many council members including real estate developers, brokers, and others, have served with distinction on the council while earning, while earning a living in professions that intersect with sensitive city business matters. They recuse themselves when conflicts of interest arise. And yes, liquor is a controlled substance, but recusal is an effective means of eliminating a conflict of interest and would continue to be. I also believe that the municipal code should not discriminate against a lawful form of business unless perhaps the discrimination advances an important public interest that cannot otherwise be protected. In this case, selling food and liquor is a lawful form of business, and there is no compelling reason for the current discrimination that cannot be addressed by recusal. Finally, I just want to point out the elephant in the room that if this ordinance is enforced as written, it would actually harm the public interest because it would effectively force an elected council member to either resign or lose his business, disenfranchising the voters of the Highland Park who elected him with full knowledge of his ownership interest in a business with a liquor license. I would urge you to please fix this law it's outdated. It doesn't serve the public interest. In effect, it's like trying to do brain surgery with a grenade instead of a scalpel. I think that we can accomplish our objectives, serve the public interest by amending the law and providing for recusal, opening the doors wide to individuals who want to serve on the council. Thank you. Thank you very much. Here's, here's why we don't applaud. I know you're excited, but we'll be here till the end of time. So let's not applaud after every person who speaks. I appreciate your sentiment. Um, Ms. Feinstein, I do want to share with you that under, I, I think, um, hi, I just wanted to share with you that under the Code of Ethics, there are certain prohibitions still um, related to participation in various commissions and so forth based on the conflicts of interest. So this isn't a singular situation. We did create this code of ethics because of other issues with conflicts of interest. So specifically, and, and Corporation Council can read it to you verbatim, but 
you know, folks who are involved with land use now are prohibited from serving on certain commissions, appearing in certain places. So we have done more to try to limit those conflicts of interest just systemically. But I just wanted to let you know. Come back up, and, and now we're going to run into trouble because they're going to tell me don't let people come up here twice. I'm sorry. I, I appreciate that, and I think that's a very important point. But tonight, I think our focus is laser. We're laser focused on this ordinance and on the amendment. And can an individual serve the public by being a member of the city council and having a liquor license and simply recusing himself when there's a conflict of interest? I completely understand. And what I you're think that's from. that's where, what we're talking about. We're not talking about the commissions this evening. But, so but I just I just wanted to make sure there's no misinformation. Of that's course. all. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks much. Appreciated. Anybody else from that row want to come talk? Okay. Thank you. Chris Walker, I'm, uh, I'm about to be a, uh, apparently a single business owner of Rabinny Brewing Company. Um, no, but in, in, uh, in all, all seriousness, um, I, you know, Jeff, Jeff volunteered to serve and ran because he wanted to make a difference for this community. Like he, you know, like you, you know Mary, you made a joke about the, uh, the senior citizens uh, eligibility. Jeff is the only council member that is not eligible to uh, You know, and there's been a lot of talk about ethics, ethics, ethics. You guys want to have an ethics conversation with Jeff? Go for it. You know, I don't think it's the right thing to do, and I'll support him every day, and Andres made some great points. At the end of the day, this is not about ethics. This is about a pre-prohibition law from 1934 that other municipalities have long since changed, whether it's Libertyville or Highwood and other places, because to, you know, to the, the points just raised, this, this, is not a, this is not about, you know, Al Capone. It, we're now in 2024. You could can, you can own a dispensary in this town and, be, and sit on the council, but you can't have a liquor license. So at the end of the day, if, you know, the, the reason, you know, this, what, I, what I, I guess what I would encourage everyone to do on the council is, you know, if, is to think back, like, you know, when Jeff was running, he was the Everyone knew it. It wasn't, it wasn't a secret that Jeff was running, that he had a liquor license. He's the brewery guy, right? We filled out the application. We said, hey, Jeff is on the city council. Yes, he is. And, he, and we got the liquor license. So congratulations, guys. Like, there was no secrets involved. And, and you know how we know it's not an issue? Because anyone in this room could have taken 30 seconds to say, you know what? There might be a conflict of interest with this liquor license council thing. Let me Google this for 30 seconds. And in 30 seconds, all of us could have said, oh, the reason none of us found out is because it's not an issue. Not a single person here. We should look into this more. I'm a little concerned. Because it's an issue. And if, we ha if you had, then we would have obviously been, we had different conversations. Jeff wouldn't have spent all the time and money and energy serving this community, which he needs, which he needs to right now. So I guess my ask of this, of this committee is, this is, please make this about, don't make this about politics. Let's please make this about business and doing the right thing. This is not ethics. This is not an ethics issue. If Jeff made a mistake and not recusing him from something, then, then let him learn and he'll do it right next time. But, but, have, but like allowing a pre-prohibition mandate to stand where right now we need every, every business opening doors and making a difference for our community, you know, to represent, you know, I think he's the only person here with like 
Like he is needed on this council, and candidly, I need him as my business partner at, at, a Ravinia, at, at Ravinia Brewing, where we're facing ridiculous other issues already. So we would appreciate everyone's support. Thanks. Um, I am going to respond to you just briefly. Great wings last night, thanks. Um, <laughs> just wanted to... <laughs> um, so the reason why ethics was brought up was to give context, because the question was asked, why did this come up? Why now? And that's literally the reason that brought this to the fore. So I wanted to establish that context. Um, in terms of the other towns, um, a survey was done of the 50 towns that are in the Northwest Municipal Conference, which is a council of governments, which represents this region. 42 continue to have this law, eight have changed this law. But of the 42, several have added cannabis licensing as well. So I just want to clarify that, that it's not so archaic that people don't know about it, that it doesn't exist, that somebody put out there we're the only city in the state that has this law. That's not accurate. So I just want to be sure that we're making sure to talk about facts as they are. So I appreciate you coming up and, and sharing your position. So we're not going to have comments from the audience. Thanks. All right. Who's next? public comments. Mm -hmm. I think it's wonderful to be able to have this community involvement and in making sure that the public who voted in Jeff Hubler are having an opportunity. My name is Jen Deutsch. I am a long-term resident of Highland Park. I grew up here. I went to Highland Park High School. And when it was time to have my family, I moved back here. I believe that Highland Park is an amazing place because it focuses on community. We live in an amazing place. We have experienced horrible tragedy, tragedy as a community, and we have come together and we have shown our unity. And I think that the community showed its unity when they voted Jeff Hubler in for office, and everybody here stood there while he was being voted in, and not one person had an issue with it at that time. I have real concern that we have an issue now. And I strongly support an amendment in order to uphold the election of Jeff to the position in which he was voted by this community because he serves this community. Jeff serves this community every day. He shows up to drive carpools. He shows up to volunteer at events. He shows up to volunteer at events. He gives my kid rides. He gives so many kids rides. He hosts, hosts community events at his business. He is community. And I find no reason to hold an arcane law that serves no public policy purpose that no one here bothered to say one word about in order to recuse, in order for somebody to not be able to hold the office in which they were elected. Once Jeff was informed about the law, he has recused himself and has continued to do that. I support an amendment because I think it is what is right for this community. We are an amazing community. We have had great successes standing up for ourselves and overcoming really very difficult moments. And I think that it is this moment where we can continue to stand for what is right. Thank you again for the space to speak. Thank you. And just to clarify, there will be, he's here. There's no not upholding the election. Thank you. Anybody else from that row? Good evening, Mayor, City Council members. Uh, my name is Keith Brin. I've been a resident of Highland Park for just about 50 years now. So I've seen lots of changes here. Um, obviously, the role of the City Council is to do what you all feel is best 
for Highland Park. And I haven't always agreed with you, but you always seem to get there first before a lot of our neighbors and uh, anywhere around us on the North Shore. I'm a little disappointed on this one. The state of Illinois got there first to amend this statute, and we haven't followed suit. And I'm not sure that anyone in this room is going to think that the state of Illinois is much short of a dumpster fire when it comes to legislation. Um, when it comes down to that, I guess it's what is the purpose of this particular piece of legislation, this ordinance? I'm not sure it's about transparency. You all have been to be congratulated on your transparency. We know what's going on in Helen Park. We see it at every single meeting. We see it online. We see it in recordings. It's wonderful. So what is the need? What is the protection? Is it because it's alcohol going back to prohibition? Well, maybe, except that it's now legally permissible and not uncommon to involve alcohol and businesses in Highland Park. And we're looking to bring businesses to Highland Park. Of course, cannabis isn't involved with that. Pharmaceuticals that are schedule one and addicting, we don't ask if people are members of those organizations. And of course, smoking, which in the ordinance itself says is dangerous, that's not a prohibition against it. Um, so I don't think it's for the protection of the citizens. Um, and in addition, there's a charitable carve out Charitable organizations or not-for-profit clubs, you all can be members of those organizations and you're not prohibited from them for getting liquor licenses. It's part of the exact same ordinance uh, in D. So it's an interesting carve-out if the rest does apply. I don't think there's a compelling interest, but what really, I guess, offends me about all of this, having been involved in politics for so long, is that we always in politics encourage people to get involved, to take leadership roles. This is asking someone to potentially challenge their everyday paycheck to serve on the city council or to serve in law enforcement. I don't want to do that. I want to grab people like Jeff Hubler and others who have that experience, who from hospitality and others, who can add to the city council, who can add to the fabric of community as a leader and not ask them to quit their jobs. That's not something we're about. I don't believe it's an intended consequence, but we're here, and this is what it is. So I would encourage you all to amend the ordinance as you've got on the agenda. Thank you. No, 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 don't. Stop, stop. Okay, who's next? I'm Michael Buss, resident of Highland Park, mayor, council. Thanks for having us tonight. Tonight, you should all be talking about if this is a good policy for Highland Park, yet it continues from the mayor and others to come back to ethics instead of policy. I believe that the voters of Highland Park have already weighed in on the issue when they overwhelmingly elected Jeff Hubler, knowing he was a co-owner of Ravinia Brewing. If the council does not want to talk about the policy issue, I think the next course of action is for those of us in this room, those of us watching, and those of us who have been following this, to pass a ballot initiative that does address this and change this law since this body does not seem to have an interest in doing so. While we're at it, maybe we should add uh, term limits and recall mechanisms because you are all acting like you are not accountable to anybody and I believe that you should be accountable to the voters of Highland Park. Some of us are not willing to wait for the next election cycle for this to happen. So please do what is right, make this amendment, do what's right for Highland Park, do what's right for us, 
and the entire community. Thank you. Thank you. Who's next? Who's next? Good evening. My name is Erwin Bernstein. Thank you for the opportunity to address the council. Um, I understood today is not, I'm going to repeat a lot of what people have said. Don't need to. Honestly, I'm not being facetious, but you don't need to. Well, I, I'd like okay. to put my opinions. Go, on go the for it. That's fine. That's fine. I understood today is not an ethics hearing, but a discussion of revision of the current liquor licensing law. I'm disappointed that the council has spent so much time on ethics, and I've not yet heard a single word from you, Ms. Ms. Mrs. Mayor, on the policy. Why is it that there seems to be a policy problem? What should the policy be? Recently, a member of our community ran for the city council. He ran as a father of a young family and as an owner of a restaurant with a liquor license. He was the only candidate not to receive your endorsement. I don't know why, but he still received the highest number of votes of any candidate running. The community spoke loud and clear. I urge the council to respect the voice of the community, an overwhelming voice. I'm a member of the business development group in Highland Park for the city. Jeff's the liaison. His business experience has been awesome. BDAG members have found his advice invaluable. Economic growth will ultimately be each of your legacies. I want each of you to be remembered for the con conditions of the city as you leave. I urge you to vote to update the law, remove this restriction, and I, such wonderful things are happening in the city. And please don't create a community rift that's going to slow things down. Thank you. Thank you. Who's next? Mayor, City Council. Um, I won't repeat everything everyone else said, but I do want to echo it. Um, I am in favor of the amendment. I think it's best for public. Please state your name. Yes. <laughs> My name is Charlie Gandelman, and I'm a resident of Highland Park. Um, I support the amendment. I think everyone spoke very eloquently about why. But there's one, another issue that I wanted to raise that raised my antenna for this discussion, which is potential um, conflicts of interest vis-a-vis -vis the um, ongoing lawsuit between Ravinia and Ravinia Brewing Company. Jeff Hubler, as the owner of Ravinia Company, is the target of litigation by Ravinia Festival. Um, I'm concerned that there may be, or it's potentially, there could be loyalties or affiliations between city council and the Ravinia festival that could be used to perhaps take advantage of the um, this policy discussion and um, I'm not saying it's happened I don't know if it has but our city ethical guidelines section seven I believe has a recusal requirement for the appearance of impropriety and I'm wondering if there's been any attention given to that considering you know, Ravinia is a, is a large institution. There's lots of connections, um, and I just wanted to bring that up for perhaps not discussion, but wanted to raise that as something I'm concerned about. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks. I really appreciate you raising that, and I'm happy to answer it to some extent. Obviously, the city does not get involved with private lawsuits. 
Um, and I know there's been some discussion online, oh, the mayor's the honorary chairman along with the governor. That's simply honorific. I have no involvement with the board of directors. I'm never invited to their meetings. I receive none of their emails. I have no idea what they're talking about and I have no involvement with the lawsuit. Councilmember Tapia is a member of the board of directors of Ravinia Festival. I'll let him speak for himself, but as far as my involvement, it simply is honorary chairman, the end, period. Yeah, answer. thank you, Mayor. Uh, whenever matters of Ravinia Festival come to the to the City Council, I always recuse myself, regardless of that whatever the issue is, might be small or medium or large. And then in my role as board member at Ravinia, whenever the topic has come up in the agenda or is going to come up in the agenda for the board of directors, I also recuse myself in that situation as well. And I have been very careful and deliberate in both environments, uh, but I think for Ravinia Festival, um, you know, I will withdraw myself from conversations if they're going in that direction. And I say, I can't talk about it, I can't get involved. And, uh, and I played that, that recusal role both here and over there. Who's next? Good evening. Hi. My name is J.D. Jamal. I've been a resident of Highland Park for 10 years appreciate um, that I can uh, provide comments on what's going on tonight. So I fully support the amendment. I'm pretty sure most everyone in here supports the uh, amendment too. Um, so council member Jeff, when he was running for election to the city council uh, the entire time, it's you know, been already said that he wore <laughs> on his sleeve that he owned a local brewery that he was running for small businesses. And as stated as well previously, he's um, a very valuable member of the community. He's always there to help people, whatever is uh, required from him. And I just, uh, a comment made a bit earlier about the fact that he attended meetings that he should have recused himself from. That's kind of like the chicken before the egg. I mean, unless it's known that that's what he had to do, I'm pretty sure he'd have recused himself. He attended in good faith. I'm, I'm sure that's exactly the, the, the situation, that all these meetings he attended were in good faith. If the amendment is, amendment is passed, then he will um, obviously recuse himself from any meetings going forward. Um, and then the optics of the whole situation uh, really don't look good from the external perspective with regards to the litigation going on between uh, Jeff and Chris's company and, and the festival. So from an optics perspective, it's very strange that this has just transpired, come to light. Again, I'm sure you can appreciate that that could be uh, a conclusion drawn from the timing of what's happening right now. So I just want to, um, yeah, just reiterate what everybody else in the room has basically been saying so far. Um, everyone's here to support, I think, uh, the vote for the amendment. So please do the right thing for the community. Thank you very much. Next. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Evan Zorbeck. I'm a resident of Highland Park. Um, today we celebrate Abraham Lincoln's birthday. And you might not know that in 1832, Abraham Lincoln was granted a liquor license. <laughs> How different history could have been. Um, the gentleman at the start of the session gave you a good overview and history of the Illinois uh, Liquor Control Act of 1934. Um, however, there is one small provision of that act that would allow 
um, Mr. Hoover to continue to hold the liquor license. Excuse me, I'm so nervous about this. No, we're all family. <laughs> Section 6-2 of the Act states, and I quote, a member of a city council may have a different or may have a direct interest in the manufacture, sale, or distribution of alcoholic liquor um, to prevent the elected official with the direct interest in the manufacture, sale, or distribution of alcoholic hearings or decisions on matters impacting the manufacture, sale, or distribution of alcoholic liquor. The gentleman also gave you an fact um, that there's a special provision under the statute for uh, cities of less than 55,000 residents. Uh, what he did not tell you is that provision also allows a mayor to own a liquor license. Uh, in that situation, typically a mayor is, um, as you previously noted, the local liquor commissioner. Um, the mayor in that situation would need to recuse herself um, and appoint in her stead an attorney to act as the local liquor commissioner. Um, the people in the audience have given you a lot of great sentiment, eloquent words, but at the end of the day, this council is bound by the law of Illinois. <laughs> However, as I've noted, the law does provide an exception that would allow Mr. Hubler to maintain his liquor license, provided that he continues to recuse himself, as noted. Um, and in that stead, as a solution, I propose that uh, Ordinance 119.320B2D should be amended to become compliant with Illinois law. As it is currently written, it is void under public policy which means it is in conflict with the laws of the state of Illinois. I would suggest changing the language of the ordinance from a prohibition of, quote, any member of the city council, unquote, to a prohibition of, quote, any member of the local liquor control commission, unquote. As the gentleman has noted, that commission consists of two members of this council plus the mayor. Uh, Mr. Hubler has not now been a member of that commission. That would solve any legal or ethical issues. Uh, and in my research and reading, the remainder of the chapter 119, which I've read in entirety, is in accordance with state law. Thank you. So there's one thing that's important to note, um, and that is that we're a home rule community. So while there is a state law, there is also the opportunity to have the local law. And so while you are reading it as there's a conflict, frankly, it's a more specific law that was determined by a home rule community, and that's the law that uh, holds in this situation. So I understand what you're saying, uh, but we do have that right as a home rule community to have a more specific rule, given that there's no state preemption. And I could give you a whole talk about state preemption, but I just wanted to clarify. I understand, I understand, but, but we can be if we wish. But that's why we're here. We want to talk about it. Is this something that we want to change or not change? And so I appreciate everybody coming out. Who's next? Whoever wants to come next, you guys can make a line. You have a longer walk. <laughs> the Highland Park, Madam Mayor, members of the City Council, um, very briefly, um, Mr. Tapias raised an issue earlier on about responsibility being taken, perhaps, by the City Council. He mentioned 
and in, in fact read verbatim the ordinance of Highland Park, which says no license shall be issued. Well, who's responsible for issuing the license? It isn't Councilman Hubler, it's you. It's the city of Highland Park. It's an incongruity that if I were sitting on the council, all of a sudden bringing up this issue, knowing full well that the application was signed properly, knowing full well that everybody knew when the application was signed what the facts were, and facing an ordinance that puts the onus on the city council not to issue the license, but issued it anyway? What are we doing here? I mean, the council is responsible for bringing us to this point of changing, having to change a law to make sense. Not only in the ambiguity of the ordinance, no license shall be issued. It doesn't say about receiving the license, it says issuing the license. You knew at the time all of the facts, nothing was hidden, you admitted it yourself. We knew it. And yet we issued the, the license in violation of the ordinance. My point. A mistake was made, there's no question. Yeah. Who's next? Uh, my name is Levi Kane. I'm a Highland Park resident. I'm, I'm a new guy, um, but uh, I've only been here for six months. And my, my, my wife and my kids, we moved up here because we knew that this was a small, tight-knit community. We want to be a part of it. And um, when we got here, and it, what basically brings me here tonight is just like, all of the crap that has gone on recently uh, with Ravinia Music Festival um, and Ravinia Brewery, uh, the whole thing with Yana's Barbershop, and then now this. And I'm just sitting there going, what is going on? Like, why is it so hard to do good business in a small town? It should be so easy. You're sitting over there reading all of this stuff about like, getting a license, getting permits, doing this, doing that. You can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this. Only if you do this and this, and you have to like jump through a ring of fire, stand on one foot, do a cartwheel, balance something on your head. Why is it so hard to do business in a small town that already has six empty storefronts? Have you driven through Ravinia District? Because I live there. Go ahead. I got the microphone, right? So, um, I just think it's stupid you've already approved it why it, we all know it was you because you just came out and said it wasn't me that's like the first person the first person sorry, who's I'm guilty sorry. says it Levi, wasn't me let's wrap it up babe 28 I'm, seconds I got 27 seconds left go for it all right so please just let this guy do business let us have a good time in Ravinia district where they're already partying all summer long at Ravinia music festival anyway so what is taking a man's liquor license and his ability to do business, what is that going to do for you? What will it do for you personally? You've already approved it. So let it, just let it be. Community matters. Okay, thank you. Um, I am gonna answer a couple of your assertions. By the way, welcome to the community. I'm sure we will be hearing more from you and I look forward to it. I do wanna share with you the Ravinia Music Festival litigation has nothing to do with the city. It has nothing to do with the city. It has nothing to do with the city. 
No, no, no. But I look. We're here to talk about city matters. We are not involved with the Ravinia Festival litigation. As for Yana's Barbershop, I'll share with you because we've discussed this in an open session regularly. She has changed her business plan multiple times. And so when she finally files whatever it is that she wants to do, we have not created until this evening the appropriate license for her to do what she wanted to do. We voted to approve it. All of us supported it, six to zero. Yana, put forth your business plan. Let's see what happens, okay? So there, I leave that to you. And then this, we've already explained. Nobody went looking for this. This hit us in the face. This council, this is my staff. They're doing the best they can. A mistake was made and we're moving forward. So I appreciate you joining us this evening. Who's next? Anyone else? Okay. Come on, James. Take us home, babe. We got some stuff to figure out. I'm James Lynch. I'm the executive director of the Arts Center Highland Park. I'm the current chair of the Chamber of Commerce. I serve on the Cultural Arts Advisory Group and I've been a resident of Highland Park for 26 years now. And uh, first, I'm, I'm impressed to see that everyone here has kept it mostly um, um, respectful and that everyone, and I know everybody on the city council, and I know how you serve and, and the, the patience and, and time that you spend at it. Um, I, I wanna say that uh, um, Council Member Hubler has been very friendly to the arts. He shows up at events. He's been generous as a business owner. And what I um, appreciated about it was that, you know, we, we have a uh, not-for-profit board and we look to have representatives from different areas of businesses. Um, we need, um, on a not-for-profit board, you need a doctor or a lawyer, an insurance person, an HR person, all of those things. And I thought it was a, a plus of the um, city council that there was somebody who represented restaurants and um, there are best advocates for business here, restaurants and bar owners. And I've never met one and I've met several who are not great advocates for um, the city of Highland Park, and I think our city, when I recruit for it, and I'm, a, I'm an avid recruiter for the city of Highland Park, you guys all know that, it, that I, I talk about how forward-thinking we are and, and how much we do um, outside of the bounds of other small cities, and this is one case where I was a little surprised by this, and uh, I want to support Jeff. I, I think he's done a great job. I think... Uh, this is a, uh, a, um, an exception that can be made. I'd like you to uh, consider that as, as much as other people have mentioned. But uh, the restaurant owners and the bar owners and those people with uh, liquor licenses um, have a lot to say and they, they're really invested. And when we're spending $3 million to bring more restaurants and, and businesses to Highland Park, for us to exclude somebody from leadership at this point is a, a misstep and it sends a bad signal. But um, I wanna thank you all for your consideration. I wanna thank Jeff, who's been a good friend and this is the most arts friendly uh, council that I think I've seen in my 25 years. So thank you all for your support and for handling this manner in a, uh, a cool and calm way. And thank you for your leadership. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anybody else who wants, oh, that's right, the back room and the back row. So come on up. 
Uh, my name's Will Hendrick. I'm a resident of Highland Park. Uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak. Uh, I am reading off my phone a little bit here, so I apologize. I have no Abraham Lincoln reference or uh, <laughs> anything terribly interesting to say, but I'll do my best here. Um, before I get going into the substance, I've never met Councilman Hubler. I've never even spoken to him. Uh, I did support his candidacy because of his business ties. We've heard that from a lot of people here today. And just anecdotally, from walking around my neighborhood and from my other friends in Island Park, that's a common sentiment from those people as well. So uh, I agree with everything that's been said. It was no secret that he holds a liquor license. If you put that to a vote right now as a referendum, as someone suggested, I suspect that would pass pretty overwhelmingly to amend it. Uh, and I think that matters because at the end of the day, city council is supposed to represent us citizens. The issue at hand, I think, you know, we're at a crossroads and an important decision. And I, I'm asking that you reconsider and you amend this. It's an ask. But to me, this clause not only limits the potential pool of our city's leaders, but also sends a worrisome message to entrepreneurs that their involvement in civic duties is unwelcome. And I don't think that's what we want to do here. People have already talked on the election, and I would just say that that's a valid point. People should not be forced to relinquish their role in government or their livelihood. It's not a right choice. I, I'll be honest, you know, going a little off script here, I'm disappointed that this is an issue in our city. When I talk to my wife about local politics, she makes fun of me for even caring. But the problem for me is I think of us above kind of the politics as usual. I think of all of you as above the fray. I'm not saying you're not now, but I'm saying let's get this issue out of the way. Let's amend this and let's move on. This is a forward-thinking city. So while I understand what you're saying about, uh, I think you said, eight or nine municipalities changed the law, or someone said that, and 42 have not. Well, we could be a leader, and we can take that step forward. So I think we should do that, and I hope you guys uh, consider rescinding the uh, law. Thank you. Thanks, Mr. Hendry. Um, somebody from the back row wanted to speak, and then we'll bring in from our overflow room. Thanks. Hello, uh, my name is Aaron Fry. I am a member of Ravinia Neighborhood. Um, you know, I've one of the younger residents here, young family, little kindergartner, three-year-old, uh, and I have looked to move to Ravinia three times. First time, too slow. <laughs> Win Evanston. Came up again. More space? No. Moved back to Evanston. Too slow. Came up a third time. Ravinia Brewing was there. The district down there felt lively. There was a community. There were people my age. There were young families. The schools that we would see were looking to be closed down were now filled. People were moving into Highland Park. And Highland Park is a great community because of small businesses and the contributions they've made, the community that they've been able to build. But when I look at politics as a whole, and we all look at our country, and we see the 
the lack of hope a little bit. We want people that can come in and make a difference, that can represent us, that can represent our needs, our life stage, our values. And even at the, the, the town level, uh, the city level, where we put people into power and we start to see standard politics sort of play out. It's the, it's the lunchroom. Everything about the, the high school lunchroom tells you about humans and how they interact. You're, you're part of us or you're not. And if you're not, then we are going to find ways to go after the people that support you, your donors. We'll find ways to uh, tie you up in litigation. We'll find ways to dig into laws and question your ethics. Uh, if you're the President of the United States, your birth certificate. We'll find all of these little slippery, snaky little things to do. And the rest of the people that live in this community, we, we see that kind of stuff. We're not, we're not blind to what is going on and why somebody, why somebody is being made a target. And so we keep that in mind as we make our decisions. We keep that in mind as we vote. And we hope that you guys keep that in mind as you make this right. All right, thank you. Who else wants to talk? Oh, are you talking about the potholes? Yeah. Oh, this is this is the worst time of year to talk about the roads. Well, I can I can give you like chapter and verse. Appreciate it because I was thinking St. John's is okay because I think we repaved it and I'm not gonna like take up your time. I, but I do want to tell you like right now I'm, I'm is in charge of this. <laughs> charge of that. Um, but I'll, but I'll just. 30 seconds on potholes in Highland Park. So until the weather warms up, the asphalt plants can't open. So right now it's cold patch, which is basically like gravel, which blows out. The public works guy is going, oh my God, I can't believe she's doing this. But so finally we can fix it when the when the plants open and it's hot patch and then it, it stays. And we, we, we've, okay, I'm glad you know how asphalt works. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Mayor. I lost a wheel in Glenview. You know. I'm, I'm sorry, you, oh, okay. Glenview two weeks ago. Glenview, all right. <laughs> Thank you for a long pothole hotline or there is a pothole hotline, so feel free to let us know. Check the city. No, 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 no. Like we don't I don't I don't personally drive all the streets. I drive a lot of them, but if you have a pothole, send it to the pothole hotline. Okay. Thank Morris you for Dunlap, coming. long term resident of Highland Park. Uh, quick question uh, to Mr. Hart. Is uh, is there an well through you, I'd like to know if there's an overlay, state overlay regarding the uh, dispensary laws. Yes. So the state, the state regulates cannabis. Does it preclude a cannabis owner from being on? I don't believe it does. However, your ordinance is blank on that. In other words, for liquor, it is. I, I know. I, I just that's a question. Number two. Am I answering correctly? Or perhaps he could just take the three minutes and then we can answer all the questions that you want right. answered. Well, the first, that's my question. That was the question. If so, within the dispensary law, that law enforcement, I don't, I don't ask you to rewrite it, but there's a gap in the law in your ordinances, city code, re regarding liquor, legal, and marijuana federally has some problems. That's, all, that's my first. Thank you. But that's the least I think. I'm going to express my opinions. Uh, in the past, I've had some trouble expressing my opinions. I'll make that statement. Um, in, uh, what, 10 months ago, I campaigned for Tony, Bloomberg, and Jeffrey. 
And you can't do both. Well, yes, I can. Tony's a good man. I've campaigned for him twice. And I would hate for him to come into a situation where a follicular challenged white haired man that wears, you know, that wears bow ties can't be on the city council. And it seems like that's where we're going with this. Well, and so did Jeff. So um, I support the alternative resolution that that redacts the prescriptions as to liquor licenses, you know, the, the secondary amendment. I support everyone that spoke here. There were some really good points made, and again, why repeat it? I will say one thing. You know, I support the allowment for people, you know, you know what I'm supporting. But I felt the first 20 minutes was extremely scripted about ethics. This is not about ethics. I know why you chose to do that. I felt it was scripted. I also felt that that's not the problem here. Because in my opinion, opinion, there are ethics violations ongoing, long-term, on members of this city council. That's my opinion. Thank you. Hey, um, it was scripted because I knew you all were coming and I wanted to be sure that my thoughts were clear. And I wanted to provide context for how we got here. Because again, nobody was looking for this until this question came up. So that's where the ethics piece came in. Anybody else from the back room want to speak? Oh, if you want to, whoever wants to come first, go for it. Thank you. Hi. Hi, uh, my name is Dan Plath. I've been a resident of Highland Park for about the last 37 years. And just full disclosure, I did work on Jeff Hubler's campaign last year. Um, I want to first thank the city council for the time and effort you put in. I know this is not easy and it, it demands a lot of you. So thank you all for, for doing that. I guess m what I'm seeing this, what's the core issue here? And the core issue that I see is ordinances dating back to 1968, 1934, need to be reviewed, right? Things that were appropriate you know, nearly 100 years ago are not necessarily appropriate now. So I fully support the amendment um, and, and remove this restriction on city council members. I don't see any value that it brings. Um, and it would then be discriminatory, as one person said, it's gonna restrict people from wanting to serve on government. And we need good people on government. Thank you. Great, thank you. Who's next? It's you. Hello, I'm Keith Medansky. I live on Dryden in Highland Park. We've lived here a little over 30 years. Um, I'm going to take a somewhat different position here and speak about a constituency that has gotten far too little discussion today, and that's the law. Each of the members of the city council will hold the law one way or another. I don't read your oath, but I'm sure you say something like that. And the laws we sit here today would prohibit uh, someone who's on the city council or a police officer from being on, um, holding a liquor license. That's where we sit here today. It's an important thing, and that's what this body does to change the law. But what bothers me, and I don't think it's been discussed too much, is changing the law without study. This city council acted deliberately. And sometimes when I've gone to the city council, they've done things I don't like. But they've been deliberate. And they've tried to do what was right. Even when I didn't like it. 
And what bothers me about this is there's a bit of a proverbial gun to the heads of all the people on the city council. They're in a situation that was of the making of someone who ran for office should know the law, because when someone runs for city council, they should know the law. And what I am most troubled about here is that the city council is being asked to do something special for someone who signed an oath and certified that they were eligible, as I understand it, to hold a liquor license. And I think at this point, if the law is to be changed, it should be made after study. It sounds roughly 20% of the municipalities in our cohort of municipalities have decided not to change the law. 10% or so, or 20% have. And if so be it, if the law should change. But it should not change under these circumstances without study. And I'm sure that's a wonderful establishment, and I want it to continue in this town, but the law should be followed. Thank you very much for listening to me tonight. Thank you. Who's next? Anybody else from the back room? No? Everybody else had their chance to speak? Absolutely. Front row. I really didn't want to, I had no intention of speaking, but I will say this, I echo what that gentleman just said uh, on the matter of deliberation, and it seems to me that this particular matter, which came before the citizens only a week or so ago, if, if that, um, this does appear at least to what I'm observing from about everybody, that uh, this has come out of nowhere, come from nowhere in terms of deliberation from the citizen standpoint. So I would encourage you to do one of two things, amend or, or um, vote for the amendment, in favor of the amendment, or don't take any action tonight because it just seems like there seems to be, a lot of people seems to be you know, wondering where did this come from, why are we rushing? So that's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Anybody else? Calling once, calling twice, third time? Okay, we're going to wrap up.